Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Brothers Take podcast. I'm Chris. I am joined once again by my brother, Eric. Hello. We don't have Adam this week. He is a groomsman at a wedding, and we want to wish Corey and Ruth all the best from the brothers on their special day. But we are here this week to take the opportunity to talk about two games that myself and Eric have finished. One of them is a DLC, and one of them is a full game. That mm-hmm. being... Uh, Shadows of Rose, the DLC for Resident Evil Village, which came in the Winter's Expansion, or the Resident Evil Village Gold Edition, if you picked up that. And A Plague Tale Requiem, the sequel to Asobo Studios' A Plague Tale Innocence. So we're going to give our spoiler-filled thoughts on both those things. Spoiler warning, obviously, if you haven't played them. Mm-hmm. However, they will both be like time-stamped in the description. So if you're here for one and not for the other... You can skip ahead, you know, to the to the time point of the one that you want to listen to. So you can nearly take it as two mini episodes built into one. If you played both, great. Listen to the whole thing. Why not? Or if you don't care about spoilers necessarily, like these games aren't games you're going to play, but you want to know what was the fuss all about? I actually want to hear like what these games were like. Then feel free to listen to us and also share your own thoughts. So if you guys watch this on YouTube, jump down in the comments to share your thoughts. And if you enjoyed the discussion, why not give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and ring that notification bell for all future content. And if you guys listen to us on audio platforms, then you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on Shadows of Rose or A Plague Tale Requiem, both creepy-ass games. But Mm. without further ado, let's jump right in. I feel like I should also now get that, like, just there so I can read it. <laughs> intro if I ever have to host. I think that's a good idea. You should get that as a post-it note. Stick it there. Yeah. And go on. Oh, that's what he says. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, how many times have you heard me say that? Yeah, <laughs> but it's gotten to the point now or where you it's just, like, like, shut off. It's like, he's doing the intro. I'm going to. Yeah, he's, he's doing the intro. It's like, um, oh, it's the intro of the TV show. Um, you know when you're watching, like, a TV show on TV, though? Yeah. Can't skip it. I get right? you. You can't. So yeah. It's like, <laughs> You go off then, and you get your cup of tea or something, you come back then for the yeah, episode yeah, of Yeah, yeah. So if, does that mean if you could skip my intro, would you? No. No, it's okay. It's okay. You could say yeah. that. I oh. get it. It's very run-of-the-mill, you know. It's more for people who've never been here before, maybe. You know, it's, yeah. But they, they, if someone comes all the time, then yeah, you know, they're, they've heard it many times. I want to give a shout-out as well, actually, to the guys at Last Call Gaming, right? They've been okay. very, very supportive of our podcast, our tiny little podcast, you mm-hmm. know, which has a couple of listeners here and there. Uh, they've been super supportive of us, but they have just reached 10,000 subscribers. Holy and they're cow. consistently putting out content. The guys are great. And if you happen to be listening to our little podcast and not their podcast, I would like to recommend their podcast to you. They often cover similar topics to us. They're interested in very same kind of games and movies and things. But they also cover content that we don't get around to. So, and plus, it's always great to get someone else's perspective on these things. So, shout out to Last Call Gaming. Congratulations on 10,000 subscribers. I can only see them getting bigger. Um, go check them out. Yeah, honestly, great stuff. Um, but uh, why don't we start with the Shadows of Rose 
DLC because that's the shorter of the two experiences that we're going to talk about here today. Um, me and Eric played both these games over sort of the Halloween period. Um, mm-hmm. so and we we were kind of like, you know, Adam hasn't had a chance to play them yet. He's currently away at the moment. Uh, God of War Ragnarok has just come out though, so I imagine once he comes back and he has time to game, that's what he's going to be playing. So that'll really push these way, way down. So late, lo- later on in the line, you know, if we want to talk about them again, absolutely. But we just want to take the opportunity to talk about them now while they're still kind of fresh in our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shadows Arose, Eric, what did you think? And again, we can go full spoilers. Oh boy, that was a lot rougher than I thought it was going to be. That right? that trailer, yeah kind of made it look like this was going to be a bit of a fun time. I don't know if fun is the right word for Resident Evil, but you know, because you got the powers and stuff, right? So I was like, oh, that's crap. But when I first started, when I was playing, I was going, where's, where's, where's my powers? Why don't I have my powers? And then it actually turns out you have to unlock your powers, and as you progress through it, your powers progress and get better mm-hmm. as it goes on. But I, wow, oh my god. Like, I was playing on normal. The enemies are so tough. Yeah. In the castle, like when you're going around the castle and you got those weird gray guys coming at you. They were so cool. I actually love I loved them that they were so they are a, a much better design of say the mold, I think. Yes. Yeah, so I actually I was They're the similar same thing. to the mold, but they are scarier and cooler looking, I think. Yes, they don't look like they yeah, like they ran out of budget with the designers of the, the mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was never crazy on the mold from Ori Seven. No the, of of the creatures, I mean. And did like I mean they are spawns of the 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 mold anyway, so they are technically mold like creatures, yeah. yeah, because they're inside. I I don't under I I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a big fan of the Mega Mycede sort of consciousness concept. Yeah, I know. Obviously, we're talking about Resident Evil. But it's a little far fetched. <laughs> I get. You. Yeah, yeah. I get you. it's like it. Usually with it, there, there's an element of science, but this doesn't feel like science because it just kind of feels like if I was in a house with mold in it, are you telling me if I was to touch it, I'm going to, it's now going to have my consciousness all of a sudden or something? Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. does start bleeding more into the realm of fantasy. Fantasy, yes. More so than, obviously, they're all fantasy, right? No, they're but, all, yes. But uh, this bleeds way more into like the genre of fantasy more than just. Yeah, uh, this is fantasy horror. Yeah. This is like yeah. if if uh, if Freddy Krueger was actually hunting you down, because you're you're in his like nightmare realm, sort of. Yeah. But in saying that, it does feed into possibly one of the scare. Like I don't know how they did it, because with with Village, it was like yeah. that baby was terrifying. Yeah, you're talking about the House Benevento. Yes, and they made it worse. <laughs> and I was like, how? <laughs> how did you do that? Yeah. But it's only one particular section. I know. I mean, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, because you were, I was playing it, right? And you were playing it at the same time. And you told me, it's like, oh, I'm going to have to, I got to get off this. Like, I'm finding this, this is, this is quite, like, I'm quite on edge. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. And then you were like, oh, that castle is a lot worse than I thought it was. And I was like, oh, you found, you found that part, Sari. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, you found that. Because the castle the is. The fact that bit... you said that, though, made me go, what the fuck does he? Because you went, oh, <laughs> like all you said in the message was, oh, you found that scary, and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so then I was constantly on edge because I was like, this can only get worse. And the second I was outside, like literally outside, even before you go up to like the gate, 
just when I was outside, it was kind of foggy. I went, oh no, this is what <laughs> me. I, I I already I was like, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Like I was like, they're obviously not doing the baby again because you can't do it again. No. If they had done the baby again, it would just be like, oh, here we go again. You know, mm-hmm. it's. But I was just constantly on edge of what the fuck is going to happen in this house. Like, and, and because that moment was so famously talked about from the main game, like everyone mm. was talking about House Beneviento. <laughs> um, like it was great. It was crazy that in the lead up to Village, you know, it was all Lady D, Lady D, Lady yeah. D. And it turned out she was like the big, she was great, but she was like the big distraction. You're all talking about her. You're all talking about her. You don't know what we've got hidden though. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you played the game, that dollhouse became, it was like fucking hell, the scariest Resident Evil thing ever. Yeah. So going back there, it was like, like, what are they going to cook up next? And I think they did, uh, I can only applaud them. I know this isn't the same team, I don't think, as the main game. I think it's a don't think so, slightly but... separate team. Um, Round of applause. Really, really well done. Still fitted in with the vibe of the oh, dollhouse. Yeah. Um, but found a new way of putting me on edge in the house that had already terrified me. You know, mm. <laughs> really scary. Now I will say as well, once you kind of know the mechanic of it, like the. So I remember like opening that door. I know we've jumped straight into the second act, so to speak. But yeah, you know, you brought it up straight away. So why fuck it? Why not? Let's just go there. But you know, like you're outside the door, and I said, um, "Don't look away." on the board right so i saw that and i went oh no why <laughs> so i immediately thought of which obviously this whole level is inspired by anyway originally pt yes i immediately thought of when the radio says don't turn around nice. and when you do is when the jump scare happens no matter when you do it but it's when it happens so immediately i thought of that i saw the saying don't look away i went okay right whatever i'm gonna see in here I bet you if I turn around, there's going to be a jump scare. That's what I thought. So I went in, saw the doll with the eyes, continued to stare at it, right? Waiting for something to happen. Nothing happened. Started to move, but continued to look at it. I was like, okay, I think I understand this. If I just keep looking at her until I get to safety, be all right. Got around the room. (laughs) Got to the point where the thing is open. Obviously, then you can no longer see her. Yeah. Started to move. Heard the sound of something moving. I was like, what the fuck is that? She came up and killed me straight away. Oh. I freaked the fuck out. Okay. You got killed that quickly. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't understand that. I thought it was just if you keep looking at her within that room. Okay, I got past her kind of a thing. There's probably going to be more. But I didn't. Then, second time doing it. And then actually, like going into that room and turning myself around and watching her move and uh, then I was like oh fuck this it's <laughs> worse like, this is way worse than I thought you know yeah that was yeah. sort of my experience of it now I did like it is handy that once you understand the mechanic just continue to walk backwards basically and keep yes. them in your gaze but then you also have to know where you're going and, and it's stressful when you turn for a second just to like get the door and you hear them moving and you turn around again to be like stop <laughs> Fuck you! Leave me alone. <laughs> the uh, I remember right. So, the, the great thing about this is it's two different difficulties. So the castle is very gunplay shooting. All the enemies are bullets, sponges. It, it kind of got quite annoying to me, to be honest. 
Oh, okay. I think, the, I think the last bit of the castle was annoying to me because I was like, I actually don't have supplies. I don't have really anything. I, I think I barely got by, to be honest. Okay, see, I played it on casual because I'm a big pussy man. Yeah. So very different experience for me, I have to say. But yeah. yeah. So that was quite that was quite difficult. That was uh, there was a lot of just running, uh, a lot of moments where I was running. But the visuals to that place were cool, with the with the like especially when you go into like the main bedroom area and there's all the framed versions of Rose, like just embedded into walls of mold. Mm-hmm. Very cool visuals. But then when you get to Benavieta, right, and the whole time you're expecting this, ah, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be. You're, you expect it, you're expecting it, you're expecting it, and it's for a good while. It's like okay, nothing's happening. Yes, when you have the don't look at it or don't look away. Yeah. So I did. I kept my gaze on her and moved and I kept it because I thought, no, she's definitely going to follow me. So I did see her poking around. I was like, oh, fuck. The first time I died was when you get the fuse. Right. And the second she... one. Yes, I backed into the second one. That's where I died. And then I died a good few times. When it came to actually getting through that door where you had her in the way. Mm-hmm. But there was all the other four coming after you in the other way. And yeah. you have to kind of do this and then... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And try to get them all in the one spot. So now you have kind of. of them. Yeah. I, I don't even really know how I got past them. I sort of just looked, 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 ran. <laughs> I just kind of ran past and through the door. Yeah. I just, it becomes... Oh it, but it, like, it feeds right into... It's something very new, I think, for Resident Evil. But it's it's actually like it's kind of a simple mechanic, mm. and it works so effectively for horror, and it feeds right into what Resident Evil does. It's a puzzle. Yes, it's still a puzzle. You're still right. How do I get to here without getting caught? Yeah, you know. And you once you understand the mechanics of the puzzle, you can actually control the enemy, mm. essentially. But you have to take little short risks at times, and um. Mm. It's fair, yeah, it's just I think it's it was superbly done. I do think the house goes on a little too long. I yes, remember when, when I you... got to like the next point and I was like, Oh my god, I thought I was nearly out of here. Like and then it gets to the next point, and you're like, Fucking hell, what what am I getting out of this house? And even when like you get the lovely flashback of Rose being in her family home and getting mm. to look around, and I was like, Oh, this is this is really sweet, this is beautiful. And then it descended back into that house. I was like, Oh my okay. At this point, that. I'm kind of over it. <laughs> All the sequences I think are well done, but it's just it felt it overstayed its welcome just a little bit. I think. Yeah, I kind of thought that with the castle as well. Oh yeah, maybe it's just because maybe it's just because the enemies were all such bullet sponges or something like that. And yeah, um, because I think they those guys took of nearly the entire magazine of my handgun just to put them down. Some people have been referring to them as face suckers. I will not refer to them as face suckers. I think it's an appropriate name for them. They're very very like the Dementors from... Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I get that because they are going up and it looks like the, your, face your face. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's just... That kind of just... Ref- yeah, no, I am. You don't like that imagery, no? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The, fa- no. the faceless are fine. Faceless? Faces. But they do have Rather... faces. They just don't have eyes. Or do nose. they have faces? Well, yeah, they have a mouth, don't they? Do they? Yeah. Now I'm doubting. Yeah, they have a mouth. Because they open their mouth and that's and then it starts sucking. They're literally like Dementors. Like they have mouths and nothing else. No other distinguishable features. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we'll call them the Mouters. 
mountain off sun mountain off. <laughs> the whole thing I, I have to say is very impressive it's very yeah. much a mini resident evil game it is isn't it? Like, i know it's a dlc and you would think it's only going to be one level but it's actually you know uh, you've it's got... about three levels you have the castle benevieto then the the destroyed city the village yeah, all destroyed village. Stuff. yeah yeah so it I is do, actually i do think that's the weakest of the acts third act yes um i was a little bit disappointed when i saw mother miranda more than anything yeah. else i was like i mean you're as involved in this dlc as you were in the main game <laughs> again it just you just feel shoehorned in here yeah. <laughs> at the end of, it was me all along it's like it's like did you know and of course i didn't know how could i know you weren't here <laughs> Yeah. And then she turns yeah. into, but again, oh, she looks like is amazing. The hmm. her monster form is awesome, and the boss fight was just fine. It was kind of cool to turn into crazy Final Fantasy shit when you're warping side to side and doing all that. I was yeah. like, I mean, I'm having fun, but this is the least interesting. Actually, I think part I died on her. I think I actually found it a little. I got to a point where I was like, what the fuck do I have to do? I was actually finding it a little difficult. Oh yeah, there's a very specific thing you have to do with the abilities, isn't it, to actually yeah. affect her? Yeah. Yeah. You have to like even do it at a specific time. You can't just kind of do whenever. But I did laugh. I did like because obviously in the third act, yeah, Ethan is introduced to help you. He's been yes, helping yeah, you the whole yeah. time, but for some reason he refers to himself as Michael or well, she names him Michael, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's helping the whole time, and eventually he comes on at the end in a physical form to help you, and they will do everything. To not show you his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. It is good. I was like, I can't. I actually can't take this serious anymore because <laughs> you just so purposefully not want to show your his face. Yeah, it was kind. It was cool running with him. Um, through the yeah, I thought like I that bit yeah, was, no, it was cool. It was cool. But no, I know, I know. I was, I was like, ah, this is gas. They're still really, really committed to just not, and it's just there's nothing special about his face, anyways. No, no. <laughs> committed to not showing it. It's um, just a running joke now. It is, yeah, yeah. I did t- like I don't, I didn't hate everything in that final part. It just it just felt rushed much. So like I loved when you go in and the big thing is like birthing these weird little fucking rose eggs. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that, that was looks cool. fucked up, and it explains where you're seeing all the rose copies from. I also did think like the introduction to it was badass, where like. You start off in the lab, you're like, oh, it's kind of dark and creepy. You open the door, suddenly you're like in the castle, mm. dungeons, and you're seeing all these copies of Rose being killed in horrible ways, all terrified in the cages and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember from the trailer, like when they did show her looking at another Rose and going, she looks just like me. I initially thought that, oh, there's going to be a, an evil version of Rose and that's the bad guy. Mm. So they actually surprised me with all the, it, it's not that at all. Um, oh yeah, no, it's, it's very more interesting. It's it's very because the advertisement looked like it's well, you were just in the castle for pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you kind of had a basic idea from the trailer of why she, what was going on, and that she was in the Mega Mycene and everything, all that. Like, yeah, but they you kept knew, most and you knew she wanted to secret. get rid of her powers. You knew that yeah. was the goal. Yeah, but they did keep it as such a such a surprise as to what was really going to be in it. What There's a couple face? of little twists, turns, and surprises in the DLC. Even mm-hmm. for kind of how short it was, um, were there any that you liked? Were there any that actually surprised you? I thought most of them were. Once once you got into the flow of it, I thought most of them were very predictable. I mean, once the writing came on as well, I was like, "Oh, that's Ethan." 
<laughs> oh well, yeah, no, the writing was even. That was fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think that was for me, really obvious. The explanation of Duke wasn't like, oh wow, the thank you for answering that. I really want. It was just like nice. I was like, oh, that's not, that's not our Duke. I that's didn't just... get the explanation. So oh, what you're is right. It? You read it. Uh, it it's in you know okay, in Miranda's lab. You you read all the different files, and she essentially oh shit. She, so there's one I missed. Made, then she made the Duke because she was trying to. She made this version in. of the Duke. She made this version of Duke. Okay. So that's why I think if you read another a Duke, one of Duke's files, mm-hmm. he talks about how he can't remember who he is. Okay. Like he kind of knows who he is, but he has no memories of what he is. Yeah. So then he creates this weird kind of hunting game and refers to all the roses as rabbits and his faceless as um, hounds. Well, there's obvious as well game. Alice in Wonderland vibes Yes, in this. Not only the whole white rabbit thing or whatever, but just the spiraling down the rabbit hole, this kind of craziness. And then, you know, there's a sequence in House Benevento where Rose becomes small. Hmm. And I was like, well, it's Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And also Little uh, Nightmares. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or Little Nightmares. Uh, where's it going with this? Yeah, so I think, but for me, it was Evelyn coming back. A 100% agree. And I wish she was the main villain. Yes. By the end of it, yeah. I think her motivation... I thought Rose is... versus Evelyn was just something that I, I was like, I wasn't expecting this, and now it's awesome. I think that's really cool. I think, Ev- yeah, I think Evelyn is a better motivation for I'm fucking with Rose because she took my mama, who's not a real yes. mom, but... yeah. I yeah. thought the motivation's way better than... I know what Miranda's motivation is, <laughs> but it's just... It just... It's not solidified as well as some of the other villains in yeah in the entirety of Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. All the rest have a have a good good motivation. You can't empathize or sympathize with it. It's like no way I'm gonna look at Sadler from Resident Evil 4 and be all like, yeah, yeah, I, I get where you come from. Where you come from? <laughs> I, 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 I think it's yeah. misunderstood. Want <laughs> to spread the parasite around and turn everyone to a yeah. hive mind species? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess like one that. big happy family. Yeah, God, Leon. What's why the problem? Re- <laughs> What's your deal, Leon? Why you deal, Leon? This? God. So, but you got the motivation. Miranda's just they kind of come out of nowhere, where it was like, I want to use Rose to make my Ava. What? Yeah, and she's still trying to do that. I thought the um. The storyline, like the initial cutscene, I thought was so rushed, and so mm. like, I, I wasn't well, impressed. It felt by very that. DLC, yeah, like a DLC, yeah, uh, cutscene. Yeah. Now I under like once you get into the gameplay, I think the whole thing kicks up and it's great. Mm, but it's I great. just think that initial intro, I was like, oh, this is rough, and He's... I was a bit. That chap is part it. of Chris's team at the start and end of Resi Eight. Well, he wasn't even there, was he? That was the twist all along. Well, no, he wasn't there. No. I know he's mim- it's a, like a mimicry of. Well, it's one of Miranda's a powers. real person, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think like I would have been perfectly fine with Evelyn being the being able to twist with Rose's mind and and being the well, yeah. But along. Evelyn was able to do that because Evelyn was able to do that with um Ethan in that's right, yeah. Seven, she yeah. Able to do that with everybody. Yeah, she had connections to the mold. So her showing up, I get it. She suited House Beneviento as well, and the whole hmm. being a child playing with dolls thing. Um, but just once she showed up, I was like, "Oh, that's that's fucking cool." I did not expect that. Probably yes. should have expected it, but didn't expect it. Nah, was we I was listening back to our Ori Village spoiler cast episode. All right, 
Um, I had noticed actually that not all the audio uploaded. I was fucking raging. Oh. So I, I, that has been up for a long time, obviously. So I went and re-uploaded it. So it's all fully up there now in case anyone ever listened to it and like it just cut off mid-sentence. Uh, it's actually fully up there now. Um, but we had made a prediction in that one about DLC and we were, we were so wrong. And I have oh. to commend Capcom for it. So I think me in particular, I was like, oh, the, you know, the DLC is definitely going to be Lady Dimitrescu because everyone's crazy about her. It's all going to be about Lady Dimitrescu. It's going to be. And um, fair play to them. It wasn't like they could have done that as the cash grabby thing. That would have been the cash grabby thing to do, even though she's a great character because of how crazy the internet was for her. But instead they went, no, the story we want to tell here is Rose's story. Hmm. And yeah, I t- I think it's a great DLC. I think it's well worth it. Well, they still they, you can still get Demetresk. It's just not in Shadows of Rose. No, I know. And yeah, they put her <laughs> yeah they put her in the mercenaries mode as like the uh, you know. But I um, actually uh, it's very funny because I was playing a bit of the mercenaries mode, right? Mm-hmm. And I got to, I actually got to the point where I unlocked Heisenberg and Demetresk. And you know, I I chose Heisenberg. Then he's there and his hammer is there in front of him and stuff. And then I just Demetresk. <laughs> And you start off in the room with the Duke where you can buy like upgrades for your weapons. Yeah. Because everyone else is looking up at the Duke. And then she's Demetresk and you're just staring directly face to face with the Duke. Like, That's it's hilarious. Like, oh my God, she's so tall. And I then the game shifts play... the whole camera angle, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And then when to get through a door, you actually have to crouch to get through a door and then stand back up. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. No, it was, it was actually really good DLC once it got into it. Yeah. But I did actually like the castle. And I did like. I did as well because I just Benevieto. the the puzzles and stuff I thought were mm. really good. I also I was worried about the powers in utilizing them though. I was reminded of two things: one, Batman Arkham Asylum and like destroying all the spores. Right. The poison ivy plants are around. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like doing that every time you're like destroying the stuff and clearing yeah. the path. So and because it was it fed right into like progression, so using the powers actually fed into progressing. Or yes. puzzle solving. I was like, okay, a bit wild for Resident Evil, but in terms of gameplay, it really works. I actually kind of like it. The other ability reminded me of Dead Space. You're putting enemies into stasis. Oh, oh yes, yes. I was like, brilliant. That's it's a Dead Space mechanic. It works. You're running out of bullets. Stasis them. Run past them. Perfect. Yeah, no, I liked. I liked that. That that it was just a survival tactic. It's yeah, you're not you like shooting by. lasers and killing them with them or anything like that yeah well till the end but <laughs> you know but that's not the path they went in so no yeah i thought they which balanced it well fed into because i was i remember the first time i saw the trailer i was a little bit like why is she because i think in the trailer it does show her be a little bit like ah what the hell is with my powers and stuff and i was like that makes no sense because at the end of eight she says there's things i can do not even chris knows i can yeah as well, also that fed into when I was playing the DLC. I was like, why does she not have powers if she could do things that even Chris doesn't know about? And then it's actually a prequel to that scene. I'm like, oh my god, mind blowing. <laughs> it did, I like the way that when they replayed that scene, it kind of recontextualized it. Mm. So I, I did like that. Yeah. I did think there was going to be something more to it, though, because I was like, why show this scene again exactly as it is, if not maybe? So I thought when, you know, in the original, the car is driving and the guy is walking in the distance and car kind of stops or something yeah yeah so i thought this time is like okay so we're gonna see who who that is then this time yeah no No. (laughs) so i was like i don't know why they did that 
Yeah, why? Because it's Ethan, and they don't want to show his face. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> adamant. You've been showed the back of his head. Then I don't care. At this point, I'm well used to that. <laughs> <laughs> There's an enemy that was introduced. Then I have to say, in the castle, and this is why I remember I was saying, "Oh, I, I had to take a break. I, I got a bit scared, like in the castle." So it's because this enemy showed up, and I thought at the bo- at this point he was confined to the kind of outdoor courtyard. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I thought he was going to be following me around the whole castle, and that's oh. why I had to take a break. I was like, "Here we go. Here's Nemesis, or Mister X, <laughs> big guy with the hammer I'm and loads of faces." Yeah, really cool enemy design, hmm. and the boss fight was stressful as fuck. That see, that was one that was actually kind of annoying me. I was like, "Oh, I just want to get on with this." Oh, okay. Uh, again, I actually think you should play it on casual. Maybe I should. Okay, so like obviously for people who want more hardship, great. But I was always on the edge of my seat, but I always got by. And I always hmm. felt like I just got by. Oh, that's how I was like on normal. So casual doesn't seem any different. No, no, no. What I mean is like, I never died though. Not once did I die. Did I die? I might have died. But I would still feel like I like oh god like time is running out or oh sorry I I died in House Benevento and the doll got me. Oh yeah. But against the regular enemies I never died. And against that boss I didn't die, but I always felt like I could. Hmm. And I was always like, ah shit, get the gate open, get the gate open and you know he's getting closer and then you're stasising and then you're shooting the thing going, Am I gonna run out of bullets? Come on, fucking. I die. yeah, but I, I found it very annoying when they introduced that. the other enemies. I was like, No, we don't need the other enemies because this guy is already difficult enough because he's yeah, such yeah, a whole too yeah. much. He's a, but he's, yeah, he's a cool, he's a cool uh, design. design. Cool design. But I did think once he showed up out in the outside courtyard, I thought he was going to be following me around the whole castle. That's mm. when I was like, I need a break. Uh... Fuck this. So it was more what I thought was happening as opposed to what was actually happening. Although it was also stressful when you're down in the dungeon. Yes. And he's there and you have to. Uh, free, was it like destroyed a little mold spore or whatever to get by? I couldn't find it, and I was running around that room going, "What the fuck do I do?" Going back and forth, going, "There's, it's a dead end." Shooting him, wasting all my bullets, enemies there as well, using my powers, running out of that stuff, him hitting me, healing myself, still running around the room going, "What the fuck, like." So again, wondering if they gone the wrong way altogether, left the basement altogether, was like, no, it can't be there. No. Went back down into the basement, looked around, could not find it at all, and then noticed it and went, oh, for fuck's sake. If I had just snuck and found that in the first place, I wouldn't have. I don't know if you can sneak in that sequence. Well, you that freeze him and then you sneak by him, don't you? Isn't that, isn't that kind of the thing oh, you can it? do? I think with that one, though, it was just a case of... I destroyed that. And then I don't know if you're supposed to keep going when you destroy that or you are supposed to go back. Oh, up right. The ladder. Okay. Uh, but I did. I destroyed the last one. He was coming around or something like that. He burst through. There's all the other enemies. I just fucking bolted past everybody. I was like, oh, no, at that no, point, no, no, I did. No. Yeah. 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 I was like, no, 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 no. Up the ladder. Yeah. All right. Got yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anything else you want to talk about with Shadows of Rose before we move on? Uh, very good. Very. I would actually. I wouldn't mind playing as as Rose, to be honest. Yeah, I I would actually play a whole game of that. It's pretty good. Honest. I I actually yeah. would. If that's, uh, I don't think that's what they're gonna do at Resident Evil Nine. 
No. But if they decided to, and Rose has those mechanics where she has abilities, but it's still part of the Resident Evil survival puzzle solving thing, mm. then I'm actually open to it. As crazy as it is, I'm like, nah, yeah, man, make her like Alice, games. like she's able to fucking like telepathically make people's heads explode and stuff, you know? They did make her like Alice. Alice yeah. in Wonderland. Bah! <laughs> Which I think is why Alice in the movies was named Alice anyway. I think it was an Alice in Wonderland reference. Oh, was it? I believe so. I mean, there's the AI is called the Red Queen. Oh, was yeah, but it's not called the Red Queen in the original. There is no Red Queen in the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just a movie thing. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I... That's how you know those movies were uh... <laughs> their source material I... accurate. <laughs> And I know that de- it was never called a hive eater. No, nope. uh, it doesn't look like that. A lab, a lab under the the mansion. It doesn't even go all the way to under Raccoon City. No, God, the budget Umbrella had at those movies was just like unbelievable, ridiculous, unbelievable. They could have bought Twitter. <laughs> could have bought Twitter. <laughs> anyway, let us know, guys, if you played Shadows of Rose. Let us know your own thoughts on it. Uh, all those different sequences. What was your favorite moment? What moment scared you the most? Would you play more of it? Would you like to play as Rose in the future? Let us know your thoughts. Or if you didn't like it, let us know. Uh, if you watch this YouTube, jump down in the comments to share your thoughts. And if you enjoyed the discussion, give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, ring the notification bell. Of course, if you guys are listening on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take again to give your take on Shadows of Rose. But moving on to the next half of this week's episode, we're going to give our spoiler-filled thoughts on A Plague Tale Requiem. A longer game, but also not an incredibly long game. About 10 hours, maybe. Yeah. It's and- a good length game. Like, I don't think at any point in this, the ever go, oh, I have to go back there. Uh, like, you know, I think it is quite well paced. I think it could have been shorter. Well, that too. I would not have been against it so, being shorter. But yeah, I'm saying so, though is that I'm not yeah. like going. Oh my god, it's this. This game is still going on. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, uh, there's. You gave an initial when you played just the first chapter. You'd given like an initial kind of oh my god, my initial impression. Yeah, is, I think it was like the first wow. chapter or two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 The graphically, uh, beautiful graphics, graphics and oh, crazy. God. Wow. Oh, look at that Having road. Completed the game. <laughs> what are your thoughts on a Plague Tale Requiem? Oh my just look at that road. It's such a beautiful road. <laughs> Fucking yeah. lighting of the sun. Ah, oh, so many rats. Yeah, a lot of rats. Oh, it's, it's many rats. Just all the rats. You you think you've seen another lot of rats? That's this. This is walls to the walls of rats. It's just nothing but rats. It is impressive how many rats they did get on screen. It is. It is it right. We're doing. But is that the talking point of the fucking game? (laughs) Chris, rats, rats. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. Talking point. They killed every one of us. (laughs) (laughs) They did the fucking destruction that they caused. Because of that, I think unbelievable destruction. Ah, at that point, I was like, all right, so. You got started the game. It's so beautiful. Oh my god, it's amazing. Then it's like, oh no, Hugo is being all sick again. Fuck's sake. Let's go on a quest to go find a doctor or something. Or some guy part of the an alchemist part of the order. Right? And it's all lovely for like the first two chapters. It's quite nice for the first two chapters. And then it gets yeah. to like chapter three or something. And you go into that Colosseum, that ancient Roman Colosseum in this French city. And you're like, ah, 
here's a plague tale because <laughs> it's here just we go. nasty. All these people just slaughtered and left to die. And then the rats come and they just fucking decimate. It's it kind of a little bit reminded me of the end of an Uncharted game where you have to run because yes, the city's yeah, been destroyed. Much so. Yeah, yeah very the whole so. city's been destroyed, but there's all these rats coming and everything like that, and you're just looking at them. Um, there's Uncharted vibes in this game, I think. Yes, much more so, because, again, later on, you go to an island, and it becomes a bit of a, like, a really harrowing sort of, like, treasure hunting story. Yeah, yeah, very it does. much so. Anyway, it's the music of the characters, though, I think, really sell this yeah. game. I do have one issue, though. Come on, you're get in- straight into it. You're French. Why is everyone English? <laughs> <laughs> I had I I taught that too, and I I actually thought they put more effort into the accents in the first game. Yes, like everyone people actually, actually sounded like they had accents in the first game, and in this one, they've totally abandoned us, and people are like, a- as and British as you can get. Yeah, a- Amici and Hugo still a little bit, it. but Hugo bit. sounds way more English this time around. He does, but he still a little bit had it, and the mother a little bit had it. Yeah. Lucas didn't. At he all. Dropped, he dropped That's it. That's a different actor, I think, is it? Oh, is it? I don't know. It doesn't sound anything like Lucas that I remember. But then Lucas... When he first spoke, one... I went, is that is that Lucas? I had no idea who it was. Uh, but, <laughs> well, I mean, but he had a French accent originally. Everyone had accents. Like the guys, the the the, the, yeah. Bened, the, the, the Inquisitor chap. Like he mm-hmm. was Italian or something. So he had a bit of like an Italian accent on. Yeah. Yeah, everyone had a bit of an accent. And then yes. this one is just like everyone's French, but they're or they're Mediterranean or something. But they all have as English as the cat. And I was a little bit like, going, maybe they are English, but then everyone here is English. No, 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 yeah, no. no they just didn't bother. So that was that for me. Was it was it a bit jarring? I got used to it, obviously, because I was like, well, this is just this is what you're doing now. And everyone yeah. just dropped your French accents, apparently. Yeah, when you're in France. <laughs> was that the only issue you had with the game? No, no. The other issue I had was the they could have done better villains. Yeah, I don't like the villains in this game at all. No, like even a little bit. I think they suck. <laughs> I kept wishing they weren't going to be. I kept wishing oh something else is going to come along. Someone else is going to be the the villain. Yeah, and it's like wishful thinking, and especially like in the earlier portions of the game before you're on the island mm. and you're fighting these guys. You're going well. These are just guards in my way. Yeah, that's what these are. Mm. So I learned the gameplay that yes. these can't be the villains. And then I get to the island, and I'm like, "Oh, this is creepy. Look at how bright everything is. This is not going to be good. These people are bad." And I, I thought the idea of just cultists on this island was like, "Oh, here we go. These are the villains. I can already fucking tell. The mm. language of the game is telling me." Because if you play a plague tale, you know nothing stays sacred for long. So this is where shit's gonna go down. Mm. And then as I'm walking through the town and I see the same guards and I went, why are they here? What the fuck are they doing on this random island that we've been looking for? Like, why? Mm. And then you meet the Count of Provence who they were talking about earlier on in the town and everything. And I went, why is he here? And the more I went on, the more I was like, I fucking hate this character. That like they wrote that he invented the cult. I was like, oh, I thought this yeah. was like a really old cult. So he, what did, when did he make it up? And yeah. it's all just to keep this woman that he loves happy. Like, I, I think you could write a thesis on why he's a great villain because of his motivations of love and de- desperation shit. 
I don't think it's executed well though. And I don't yeah, like his character it's... design at all. No, his character design feels very like, you know, he he is a he can be the Count of Provence. But you leave him in Provence. Like, you know, he's at the start of it. Yeah. He's not a bad guy, but he's not essay on your side. Yeah. That's the yeah, way he get, looked. I get to what me. you mean. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then it was just like I invented the cult. I was responsible for everything. So what? Who the fuck? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I really thought uh, it was Emily. Is that her name? Emily's. Yeah. I thought she was going to be the villain. Hmm. And I went, okay, well, that's a nice stark contrast to the first game. A matriarchal villain. Hmm. You know? Um, with this cultic society. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. This, yeah, this, sound, and this it... sounds like we hate the game. We actually love the game. It's just that yeah. we're going, we're getting what we dislike out about out of the way, out of the way first. Then first. we'll get on to the positives. Yes, but yes. yeah, no, they 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 could have done better with the villains because they could have done either the cult, which has been around for a long time mm-hmm. on this island of Lacuna, or they could have done the Inquisition were hunting you down because they believed you were like the the protector of the devil or something. Yeah, because you got this plague going everywhere. Yeah, spreading everywhere. But even at that, I I just I just feel like the whole like you're going to an island, right? Mm. Um, and I I also felt like the pit the bits of looking for the island got a bit dragged out, and I was like, it's when you get to the island it starts kicking off, really, right? Yeah. Story. And but I'm like, this is like the Middle Ages. How does anyone know where we are? It's not like they could track us. You know what I mean? We don't have GPS trackers or anything like that. So my whole thing of like the same enemies following us across the sea to the same location. So even if it was the Inquisition hunting us, I would also be pointing at the plot holes of how the fuck did they find us on this random island that we found? Versus the enemies are the people who live on the island. That works for me. What doesn't work for me is that they are also the people who work for the Count of Provence who we're dealing with when we weren't on the island. Yeah, because I'm just like, uh, wow, what a wild coincidence! <laughs> you it know? just so happened to be just here. so happened to be. Uh, we're looking for this island that nobody really knows about. Oh, look, the same guys that I had issues with are on the island. <laughs> yeah, uh, the fuck. So that's that's and my think... only thing. It feels too convenient. Hmm. It know? does feel quite unnecessary. Because to me, it's like, yeah, the Count of Provence and his guards were a bit like the bandits or something you would have fought, uh, or the grave robbers you would have fought in the first one. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're enemies in the way. They're going to kill you and take your stuff because that's what they do. But they're not the main enemies. Yes, yeah. You know I mean, um, It's introductory so yeah. to gameplay. Yeah, so the cult would have made probably the most logical sense. Yeah. Because the cult... To get onto the story, because we keep saying cult and we keep saying on, but we're not actually fucking. So the cult, apparently on this island, Lacuna, uh, was the first child to have the macula. Yeah. Right. So there is a very cool moment when you eventually find out where this child is and you're going down and it just becomes like Ridley Scott and H.R. Geiger came around and decided to design these areas. <laughs> I think from that sequence onwards, is when really the game really up. picks up. Really. Now, yeah. it's still a great game because that is a good bit into the game. It's still a great game. It's still beautiful. It's still quiet. It still has its harrowing moments. But yes, there are points that are a, a little weaker than the first one. Mm-hmm. 
But when you have these moments, it's wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be here at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, and really dark and really... And just when you find the 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 original macula child chained up, but left in the form that they're left in and all the fucking huge like egg sacks of rats and when it starts bursting and it's just it's like this is fucked up and the um, entire island then just it's ripped apart by the rats and the macula i do like uh, and that's the thing I, th- I you know what that's what it is the villains of the game not to harken on about them too much but the villains of the game are actually not necessary it doesn't matter who the villain is that's why it. They, that's why when they gave him so much of it, I did this and I was actually responsible for that. And all this, it's oh. like it's like you're trying to shoehorn in. I don't care who the villain is, because the actual villain is the macula. Yes, the macula has influenced Hugo, and called him to the island, for the purpose of fully taking over him to destroy the world. Yeah. So the macula is the actual villain of the game. The humans are literally just a means of um, uh, experimenting with Amicia's journey of constantly fighting mm. and and losing her mind, essentially, throughout the course of the game. And then Hugo falling further into the macula because life is cruel. Mm. And that's the real story of the game. And that's where I think the game works really well, is when they're playing with those themes. Yeah, because... Uh, the macula is is a very unknowable kind of entity it seems yeah some sort of like self aware virus or parasite that seems mm. to awaken within certain people at certain points in their like you know it's within the, almost the blood of certain bloodlines but it will only wake up after a couple of generations yeah it remains dormant it seems yes because yeah. it seems like Hugo might be the second or third. Macula. Yeah. Yeah. Um, considering the first one was like 600 years ago or something like that. But yeah, like that whole moment was just was nasty. And yeah, I think I like actually in it, Jernus, the Hugo constantly falling into it. But I can just use the rats to kill everyone. It'll be fine. And then BC going, no, don't do it. It's like, but you do it. Yeah, that kind of like hypocrisy. Those back and forths are great. Yeah, it's like why? Why essentially it's like, well, why is it okay for you to kill them? But it's not okay for me. Yeah, what I do, it's quicker. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think that should. And actually, speaking of the the killing, Arno was great. I loved Arno. Oh yeah, he's one of the new companions that comes into it. The first one had these great companions in it, and then this one has other companions. And Arno is just a facial detail and animation and everything on him was brilliant every time i looked at him, i was like my god that detail is so good i loved as well when you could use him to fight people mm. that whole sequence is great but he yeah. yeah i think he's a great addition i like that he initially starts off as an enemy yeah and then he goes on this journey and then and you turn against him at a point as well and just that that back and forth with him he's a great character i do also like sophia um, yeah sophia's I, cool i think she's a cool addition and uh, yeah, there's great supporting characters here. And I think the gameplay has been generally improved on upon the first one. You have way more... I found I had more options in the combat scenarios. Yeah, I didn't feel so... You have to hide and sneak past everyone. Yeah, like I, I was like, okay, I have a couple of ways I could take them on. Yeah. It wasn't just one way to do it either. It's like Especially okay. when you have the crossbow. 
when you have the uh, bolts and everything like that. It's yeah. just like, oh no, just pop me. Up. <laughs> pop yeah, and it's a little bit more forgiving of like because there's a, a there's the possibility of like uh countering and escaping. Yeah, and you're not it's always not just going an instant to... kill. Yeah. Yeah, you're not always like if someone throws a spear, it's like the spear kind of goes past you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not your screen hit. goes quite dark, like as if, oh, yo, know, if if he throws again, you're gonna die. Like you're kind of like an uncharted how your look went black and white as in your look was running out. So it kind of like that. And I thought that was a lot, little more forgiven as well, which is nice. Definitely. No, so I think gameplay wise they improved. I think the overall experience is not as well crafted as the first game. I do wonder though, is that down to in the first one there was an element of we thought this was like real. As in, this is not the macula doing this. This is just you know, a war is going on and it's drawing in the rats. Or this like the Black Plague or something. That kind of idea where there's no yeah. like kind of xenomorphic parasitic entity that's birthing rats out of giant orange locust looking egg sacs. The thing is, I liked all that stuff though. Oh yeah, no, that stuff was cool, but I was just wondering to me, like it almost made it more harrowing and disgusting that it was like this is just genuine what life was like back then. Right. Wow. But I but I think that's what the second game is missing. Right. So that in order kind of to element. tell its story that it's telling, you're in far more beautiful places. Yeah. You're also in a time of like you're in places of peace. Yeah. The island is happy. Everything's okay. Therefore, you can't see the realistic harrowing shit. Regardless, I've removed the the fantasy element. In the first game, you have the backdrop of war. There's an actual war going on. That's why you're in that battlefield, the siege towers, and all the dead bodies everywhere. That has nothing to do with the rats. The bodies Mm. have attracted the rats, but the rats did not kill those people. People killed each other. And then... You've got you're going into towns where they're crossing people's doors and throwing people's bodies out and people are hanging themselves and so that harrowing backdrop of tough life, regardless mm. of the plague, is not in the second game as much. So in that town with the Colosseum, there's a little bit of it. Yeah. But when you get to the island, there isn't. And then they kind of shoehorn in a sequence with the slavers where they try yeah. to do that. It's like, oh well, here's the slavers being cruel to people. But that whole sequence is basically the boat sequence from Uncharted 3. Yes, like, very sure. This is unnecessary. That character is unnecessary. And this is just because we're not ready for the cultists to show their hand yet. But we need you to fight people. Hmm. So the story is at odds with itself, I think. They're trying to tell a specific story, but they're like also trying to give you combat scenarios. Yeah, trying to show. Yeah, I think the cultists would have just been fine in itself. Yeah, I think so. Um that kind of nicety moment and i think yeah if they were actually trying to activate the macula because when that moment happens like deliberately yeah end, yeah deliberately yeah. but they don't want to like, maybe they don't want to activate on their island because that's useless on their island there is no rats or something yeah so they're bringing they want to get hugo and bring him to marcel or wherever near a city mm-hmm. and activate the macula because there'll be loads of rats on the mainland because it's connected to the continent and also it's in a huge city as well yeah yeah because that moment is great when that goes off and it blots so out the sun and it's like this like atomic fallout or something like that. It's I, just I fucking love the ending. Yes. And that's what makes it like so I'm like I like the game I love the ending and the yeah. ending 
is better than the ending of the first game. Yes, the ending of the first Definitely. game is a little cheesy. Yeah, Almost like the a, ending like of the a, first game, I didn't like actually. So I liked like, the whole game, and then it was like, ah, oh, what? Like, the, like a Marvel ending or something. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just like stupid uh, with, the, with the white rats that you're fighting. And <laughs> the Tory Wordies. The black rats. And, yeah, that I hated the ending of the first game. Right, It felt lackluster compared to the incredible experience that led up to it. Hmm. This time around, I felt like the experience that leads up to the ending is a little bit lackluster. Like, it's good, but it's a little lackluster. But the ending is so fucking good. I'm not sure if, while there's better games this year, I'm not sure there's going to be a better ending to a game this year. Maybe mm. there will be. I hope there will be, because if there is, then great. But fuck me. Just the entire sequence of, not just the imagery, but just the crafting of, Amesius, you're doing what you always do. Mm. And, and... Because I had the experience of like figuring it out before he tells me what to do. I felt like me as the player was actually going, okay, I need to give up. I need to give in. I need to stop fighting. Hmm. And not just physically fighting. Stop fighting that thing that Amicia has been putting off. Which is at the, towards the start of the game, she was told, Hugo's going to die. That is the only way this ends. Hugo has to die. And she's doing everything in her power to not let that happen. To a point where now it's gone beyond where it should have gone. He should have died well before this. Because mm. now it's fucking endgame shit. And now she has to do it in a horrible way. And it puts it in your hands. And it's the last time I felt that moment was Snake Eater. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. The cutscene stops, it goes to gameplay, and without any buttons or any UI, you understand that you have to take the shot. Yeah. And it could have been a cutscene, but it's way more powerful <laughs> than it's not. And you swing that fucking sling, you let the rock go, and it just goes to credits. And I was in shock. Even though I knew it was happening, I knew it was coming. I was just in shock. Incredible ending. Yes. I think. It nearly got brought me to tears. Yeah, it nearly brought me to tears. It was, it was. Music was very good in this as well, and the yeah, timing and, and and of that. Her performance at that point is incredible, hmm. and him saying "I love you" and "It's okay, Amicia," hmm. and asking you to do it, you know, consciously or you know, as you're kind of in his subconscious in a way, but him asking you, and then he's just like trapped in the tree. Yeah, like the entire imagery, tree thing. You can't get to him because of the gap. The only thing you can do is is kill him. Yeah. It's that's it's so powerful. So I was like, I wish the whole game had this quality. Because this quality right here is just spectacular. Yeah. So I remember like once I finished that, I was like, I wanna talk. I need to talk about this with someone. <laughs> and I started watching other people's reactions to the ending and stuff. There was no other part of the game I really cared about what the reaction was. Hmm. You know, I was like, that that's fine. You just play it yourself, whatever. I just want to see how people react to this, because this is so well crafted. The whole and even oh, that image of when you're in front of the flame that you have to put out, but all the hooded stone faces around you and the rats pouring out and yeah. coming closer and closer to you. Fucking incredible. Anyway, that's 
I remember, yeah, because I remember you were telling me because you cleared it before me that like it gets to a certain point where you're going to want to take screenshots because the imagery was just like a pure artwork. And I was like, well, yeah, no, everything is quite nice and stuff. And this is all beautiful images and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was at that moment when I was standing on the top of the ruins of Marseille and I see the crater and that tree, that, that macula tree holding up this like spherical orb thing. And I was just like, ah, yes. I do want to take a screenshot of this. This yes, is yeah, yeah. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, the skulls. And I was like, ah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is this is some that and that again is also like Ridley Scott and HR Geiger came around and went, we're just gonna design yeah, very all much these so. bits like because there's yeah. even that bit when I think you're going through the home of, of the macula on the island. Mm-hmm. And I think you you go down, you're underground. And it's just a huge, long tunnel of all the rats' nest stuff, whatever whatever way they make it. But it's just really long. You can yes, see it. And it just and reminded horrible. me. Yeah. It's horrible. But it reminded me of, like, the tunnels of the engineer ships from the oh, universe yeah, yeah, yeah. and Alien. Yeah. It kind of yeah. reminded me of that. And there was, like, a lot of those designs. And then, yeah, there was those skulls and stuff like that. And everything. it just kind of very much reminded me of that sort of artwork. No, it's very much Geiger. And also, um, I was reminded of like the Upside Down, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. And, the, yeah, and this yeah. whole thing spreading, that, you know? That, especially with the... You had like black flakes in the sky after the macula explodes. Looks so fucking cool. And that's why, like... Okay, so the whole ending is like... If you thought the first one goes into fantasy, this is... Totally, oh, fantasy, fantasy. Yeah. You know, like completely. And if you were hoping for just realism, now I think the game will have lost you. You don't, you're not going to like it. If you're just wanting the sort of more realistic Plague Tale stuff. Um, but I loved... This was the aspect of the game that I loved. And I think it was like a creative risk, but I'm kind of glad they did it. I was like, because mm. that imagery is so striking. Even the when you're running down and you have time running with the waves of rats and she'll slide in front of a wall and yeah. everything's destroyed around her. And I'm like, this is epic. I'm not fighting anything. Mm. And I'm glad that then in the end there was no like big. I thought the rats were going to turn into a big thing and it was going to be a silly boss fight. They didn't do that. I was like, no. the, the difficulty in the ending is not fighting. The difficulty yeah. is giving up. Yeah. And not fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the difficulty. And I love. I was like, as a game design choice, that is fantastic. It goes against what any final game thing should be. Someone could find it totally lackluster and go, there was no big fight at the end. Hmm. You know, I didn't even fight the count. Someone else fought the count. You know, hmm. I was like, I don't care about that. <laughs> that I actually, I would have rather let Arnold fight the count, and I just keep going. I actually didn't even want to fight the other guys. Those guys, yeah. Now I will say, I thought that sequence was as stressful as well as it was crafted quite well, especially yeah. once all the flakes were falling and you're fighting them in in the mist. Hmm. I was like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. I, lo- I also love the moment when we got on the carriage. It was, it was Amicia, Lucas, and Sophie, Sophia going with the oak. And I saw the cannon thing and I was like, oh, I don't have to do this. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. reminded me of that moment from Mass Effect 3. Yes. When yeah, you get yeah, up to yeah. the cannon, the Reapers come after you. But this time it was just the walls of Marseille just breaking open. And there's yeah. a flood of rats there just coming after you. You're burning them to bits. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It was epic, yeah, it was, and that, that and that's the kind of sequence. Was like, I feel like the game is now rewarding me with something that's not difficult, but just like an epic moment. It's like you've done all the hard fights now, mm. now you can just enjoy the ending, you yeah. know. 
I love I that. Like, I yeah, love that. Th- those are the games that I, I really like. Yes. Just let me enjoy the ending. Yeah. Like I, have... I've, I've done the challenge. Yes. Now the let sec- me. The, the yeah. second last chapter can be challenging. Yes. Let the last yeah. chapter be enjoyable. Yeah. I agree. Because it's going to leave me with just an impact. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And I certainly don't want. Like, I got so frustrated with the boss fight in a playset of Innocence, I think, at the end. Mm. I actually found it quite difficult. And I got so frustrated that I went, fuck this, and turned it off for a while and waited till I went back to it. Ah, uh, yes. You so that immediately. That, that impacted my experience of the ending of that game. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas, I'm, now I still, I actually prefer a Playtale Innocence to a Playtale Requiem. But I wouldn't be surprised if someone else prefers Requiem if they prefer the gameplay. And then if they feel like this ending is so strong that it just trumps the whole thing anyway, I, you know, I wouldn't be like, you're crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, if yeah, if someone prefers this, someone prefers this. It's not terrible. It's not a terrible sequel. It's a brilliant, it's a great sequel. It's a great sequel. Yeah, I think it's a solid, like um, when people were like rating it out of 10 and stuff, like I think it is a solid 8 out of 10. Hmm. You know, I don't think the whole experience is so good that it's a 9 or a 10 out of 10. Yeah, because yeah, but it's a I solid mean, eight again, out of ten game. We don't we don't really like the villains, and they're kind of in it a lot. So if you don't yeah, really like yeah. the villains, you yeah. have to put up them a lot. But then it's just the character interactions with each other, the dialogue, the the music, the graphics, the impact of the ending. <laughs> it's I, the I do wish those moments. I wish uh, they had because of the emotion of the storytelling and everything. I wish they had enough money. I could be wrong with this. I wish they had enough money to do mocap. I don't think it's mo-capped. Probably not, no. Doesn't. I could be wrong, but there's moments where they're voice acting and the lines are nearly cutting off each other or coming over each other uh, or happening too fast. Or sometimes Amicia is so emotional, but her character doesn't look it. Right, yeah. That I feel like it's definitely being voice acted. It's being voice acted very well, but the animation isn't able to match how well the voice acting is done. And I feel like if it was mo-capped, the performances would just be that little bit stronger. It'd come across mm. that little bit better, you know? I know the performances for most of most of the guys were really good. Yeah, no, really strong. Again, I'm not um I'm not saying there weren't. I'm just saying that I feel like the animation can't match the level of yeah. the voice acting. Actually, as little as the, the character Emily's in it, I do think the voice actor, like she's not in it that much, but you can mm-hmm. tell straight away it's like, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, t- I, that's what I, I she wish she job. was the villain because I actually, yeah. she had a creepiness to her, especially, and when she has the flower crown and everything, the mm. contrast of her being so brightly colored but so fucked up like, works really yeah. well, I think. It's kind of like your one from, well, not exactly like your one from Midnight Mass, but that idea of like, she, she wears a smile but she's threatening you. Or yeah. Saying, Very much you know, so. Saying something, saying something awful but she's, she's smiling while she's saying it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that that idea. Yeah, I think she should have been the cult would have been nice because that that's what you could have been hiding from, and that's what you could have been fighting against. Which is well, I I think actually cultists. it would have been fucked up if I had been like Midnight Mass, where slowly yeah. but surely the entire community of the island are becoming coming after you. These, yeah. you know, and as far as they're concerned, like they're totally in the right. You know, mm. this is this is their right. The Child of Embers has returned. What a yeah. cool name as well. I love all that Child kind of, of yeah. And the imagery as well of like the murals and things that you find is really, really good stuff. Like, yeah, because so, even with that, it's like you actually you'd still have enough people to fight. Oh yeah, because you'd have the entire island. You're not even killing, you're not killing guards who are trained for warfare. You're 
killing a farmer or or a cobbler or a yeah you know just you know you could even have a bit where a couple of kids are trying to grab hugo and you're trying to like pull hugo away oh, while... yeah, now that would be like a really rough plague tale style moment that would be horrible but yeah so they should have yeah. done that because yes because the ending is so impactfully powerful with its images its music its timing yes like the idea of what you were saying whether it was the not straight up telling you well they do straight up tell you eventually to stop they do but the i book. i feel like if you're in tune and you're paying attention the language of the game is telling you enough yes you know yeah um just the way in which characters are interacting at that moment like the things that hugo are saying before he says what the fucking fire represents you know <laughs> yeah the fact that he's saying you're doing what you always do amicia i mm. that's enough to tell you okay what would i never do in this situation with the rats i would never yeah. put the fire out yeah maybe i should put the fire out and the fact that you do that, you take a risk on it, and you're right. That is what you do. And she's like, I get it. I get it. I have to stop. It's, it's fucking amazing. I think it's so good. Um, Two things then uh, to follow on from the ending. One, the after the first credit scene, there's another chapter that you play, which is really just an epilogue to the game. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's a similar enough to the epilogue of the first game anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you find that? That was a lovely, lovely spot. It's a lovely area to, to kind of roam around. I was like, this looks this looks nice. It's a nice little mountainous area. I, I, uh, really, uh, I like that it just solidified that, yes, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. And you go to the grave and... It's like, I was actually... Had, if, that was if you had another... any doubts that that was a dream sequence, it's like, no, it's not. No, he, yeah, he, did. he is... That happened. You really um, did that. That was actually another place when I think you, you crawl under a tree or something like that. But when you're in that, I was like, oh, ah, yeah, this, this is another place to take a screenshot because this looks yeah, beautiful. so lovely compared mm-hmm. to the other screenshots I would have taken <laughs> previous. Um, she says something beautiful about um, how he loved the earth so much because he loved nature and he loved flowers and everything and he loved animals. And that um, she says something like, please look after him because he mm-hmm. loved the earth so much. And it's really to the, beautiful. To the, to, does she say that to the three birds or something that are up on the rocks? I think she just says it at his grave, but there's like flowers okay. and all growing around it at that point. And mm. Yeah, it's really it's really beautiful. And then there's another end credit scene that needs to be talked about. It's subtle, it's small, but fuck me. I was like, what does that mean going <laughs> forward? You don't throw in a scene like that for nothing. Yeah. So at the very end credits. There is a baby. It has the macula. That scary macula music plays, which is very good. It's chilling. It makes your spine mm. go. Oh. And, but the sounds are clearly there's high heels in the background. Someone's walking around an office. There's the sounds of modern day. You could just tell it's modern day. Mm. And the child is on a ventilator. You can hear a ventilator. I immediately thought COVID. I don't know Maybe. if that's where they're going with it. I just immediately thought of, well, ventilator, like people who have COVID badly are put on ventilators. Hmm. And then I was also thinking the Black Death was a real plague that affected the entire world. Yeah. That they the... turned into a mythical something. Like, so what's the modern day one that they could use? Maybe COVID. I don't know. Was the, what's the, the other one that they had? The Trial of Embers caused the Genosian? 
plague or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Was that? Yeah, I wonder if that was. Was real. that the one with the something to do with crows? Remember in the first game, you're looking at all the frescoes of like a plague, and there was like crows and everything. So. Yeah, but it's yeah. So that one was, I think, was supposed to be crows, but then in all the this is where the continuity doesn't hold up because the murals in the second one show the child of embers and there's rats underneath it not crows all right okay okay but i think yeah in the first one it's crows but then or maybe that was just crows were picking the dead bodies maybe the the crows might not have been carrying the virus at all yeah so uh, anyway what do you think of the that little clip Uh, yourself Yeah, I thought I'm very interested because it's like, does that mean if they do an X one, it's going to be modern day? Because that's going to be, that's a dangerous well, that, gamble. And that's a game changer. That that's would change the game. entire gameplay and everything. Yeah. Um, Or is it going to be a case of like someone is like their child has the macula, they want to find out what's going on and then they find the journals of Amicia the Rune and as they're reading the journals of Amicia the Rune, you, that's the gameplay section. Is it? And you're playing as Amicia. When you said that, because you said that to me, yeah, I was like, I think Eric hit the nail on the head. I think that's more likely what they'll do. Yes, because Amicia modern day said, too, yeah, she's going to leave. She's going to leave clues. So yeah. her path isn't finished. I don't think they're going to be done with that character. It would totally change. They'd have way more work to do if they make a totally modern day because they mm. have to totally uproot all of their gameplay and assets that they've worked mm. on. So I think doing it like that, where actually there's sort of like an animus part of the game, yeah, in the modern day, which is just walking around modern settings, no combat, but yeah. interacting with things a little bit. But the bulk of the gameplay is back in the past. Yeah, it feels like that. That would be the best way to do it. Because, yeah. but I wonder then, would they have, yeah, I wonder how they, how they go about it. Well, that'd be like. So do I, and like, with Hugo dead in Amicia's time, is there still rats? Is that over? Is Does the macula still take effect in some way? Um, like, there's huge yeah. questions beyond, because I, that's why I love the ending so much. They could have saved that for a third one and could have prolonged all of this. Mm. But they didn't. They went straight for it. But yeah. they also didn't say, well, that's the end of the story. They also left you with a nugget of there's more to come. Yeah, I'm not sure what ju- they're going to do. Unless that is the last one, and they are just more or less saying the Macula is defeated for Amicia. But it's not defeated. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it will come back and it will come back and it will come back so it's, do you think it's, it's the last this... one i don't know i don't know uh i would not be hmm, actually i don't think it's the last one i think they're gonna probably probably not the last one no probably yeah. keep going. well anyway we'd love to hear from all of you guys if you guys watch this youtube feel free to jump down in the comments share your thoughts on a play to requiem what did you think of the ending what are your theories going forward do you think they're going to make another one how are they going to go about telling a future story um what were your favorite moments throughout the game? Let us know. If you enjoyed this discussion, please give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and ring that notification bell for all future content. Or if you guys have listened to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, again, to give your take on A Plague Tale Requiem and its huge shocking ending. Let us know all your thoughts. 
Thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode. Whether you were tuning in for the Shadows of Rose DLC talk or whether you were tuning in for the Playtale Requiem talk or both, thank you very much again for listening. Please do follow our podcast. Please do subscribe if you enjoy our content. And we'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.